1: Hello and welcome to Wrestle Culture. I'm not gonna do a song, oh, sorry. I'm not nah, well born. I've had a lot to nah, do today. I like it. I've not got the time. He sits around all day doing all, yeah, just chatting does. to you losers. <laughs> that's true. That's right. <laughs> uh, so yeah, this is the Wrestle Culture podcast. Um, subscribe to podcasts wherever you get them from. Do the thing where you review the podcast with the five stars and leave a nice comment. I guess <laughs> if it's nasty, i will probably read it out. Uh, if it's nasty, it might be funny, but leave a nice one. Nice ones are good. So, leave a nasty one, but with five stars. That's it. Yeah, yeah. five
2: stars. Whatever you are writing well, you get yeah. the best the Stars. Yeah, and
1: then that's you the get combo. read out on Wrestle Culture probably later by Wellborn or whatever.
2: Yeah. If you're um, on Spotify, screenshot and send it because we need the proof. Yeah. Like,
1: yeah. If yeah, we're yeah, gonna yeah. Give it his like
2: algorithm, him. will he see that you've Fuck. actually done it for real?
1: Yeah, and that's Until how you intro a podcast, so let's get right into <laughs> it. I'm here today with Andy Murray and Michael Hamlet, of course, uh, and the first thing of the day, I guess, is the Observer Awards. That's definitely the biggest news in the history of wrestling, yeah. right? It's good, like... The
3: biggest uh, news in the history of social media, I think, every single year when it comes out. I love Wrestling Observer Awards Day. It is the absolute best. It's not because I necessarily care about who won what. It's not because I'm really invested in it. It's not bec- even because I vote, because I don't. Mm. I just like like
1: the the, the carried awareness that that follows with these things where... Uh, the People taking Meltzer's opinion or just these things, ever, anything that Meltzer says in general,
4: way too seriously. This is <laughs> it.
1: This is it. You get the people who are like, ah, Dave's biased. And then you get the people who are like, no, it's his readers. (laughs)
3: Yeah. And then you get the people, the the even headed people are are like the level headed people. That's the actual saying Uh, are like, well, you know, it's just a reflection of Dave's audience and what they enjoy and what they think and blah, 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 which is like absolutely not the discourse I'm here for. I am here for the fume when the, when the thing you like does slightly worse in a totally arbitrary poll that 500 people have voted on, (laughs) than the thing you don't like, this is what I'm here for. It never disappoints.
2: Is it the best Piss boiler that you get of the wrestling calendar, or is the PWI 100 better? Because both seem to, because obviously, by (laughs) their very nature, what's going to get shared the most is going to be the most contentious one. Or, say, for example, today we were having a bit of a laugh. I think it's like CM Punk, like fourth in most overrated. Yeah. It's like, (laughs) how are you, man? But obviously, like, Dave has kind of leaned one way with the punk stuff. Certainly a lot of Observer readers lead one way with the punk stuff. So that's there's a lot of bitterness coming through in that vote. But if you know that, you can read that vote and be like, "Yeah, that's really bitter. Yeah. And like Roman Reigns is a certain choice in third as well, considering like what a draw he is and what a star he is. But people that don't know to apply the context get, get enraged by yeah. it. It's the most incredible like, hit and retweet with your fist content there is. People can't wait to angrily make their point about how wrong this is, having not thought about it for 364 days. Yeah, Like, the, the Observer Awards don't come into their life until they do, and it's like a natural disaster blowing through a <laughs> town,
3: isn't it? Well, that's my Friday being ruined. Typhoon and Earthquake have rocked into their mentions <laughs> and they're causing chaos, baby.
2: They're, they were actually um, most underrated tag team 2023, I think and most of sweat the board.
1: <laughs> they should. It's like <laughs> the people ranting and raving about the PWI ones and then they realize it's kayfabe and get mad at themselves and like, <laughs> yeah. no, they it shouldn't be like this. This
3: is wrong. It's, I don't know which one I, which one I prefer as a piss spoiler for because like the purity of the PWI one is like, it's telling you this is the best wrestler in the world by these criteria. Yeah. And yeah. obviously so much of it is kayfabe. So that's like a really simple, like it's really easy to get into like, no, Roman Reigns is better than Kenny Omega or whatever. But the the, the the Observer Awards have so many different categories that you can just find people are upset about. Mm-hmm. It's so much, mar- especially Booker of the Year. That's my favourite one. Because people like build their entire online identities about liking one company or the other. So when that thing gets slighted, they lose their minds. I've had a great time It's today. people
2: thinking it's Dave as yeah, well.
3: Yeah, like Rather than like <laughs> the funny. ones that don't know. It's like, yeah. I
2: say it's a democracy. It's not because it's Observer readers and that doesn't necessarily skew democratic. However, the idea that it's a vote rather than just Dave yeah. going like, I think Tony Khan's the best booker. Make a graphic. I love that people get raging thinking that's the process.
1: Yeah. I love it as well because like everyone does their end of year awards at the end of the year and yeah. then Meltzer swans in doing his in February like he's the Oscars at wrestling <laughs> yeah. was
3: it's so good and you get so many little conspiracy theories from people who can't accept like the, 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 this poll did end the way they want we are like oh Dave just made these numbers off and stuff <laughs> it's so much fun like see when you detach yourself from all this crap and you just look at it kind of from afar it's the yeah. best treat, best thing ever treat yourself I yeah. see.
2: like get in and have a look and just enjoy it dive into the, it's that bit from, it's always sunny, isn't it? Where I was like, well, into the toilet I go and Danny DeVito just dives straight in. That's what you do when you look at these tweets.
3: But like, like I, even now there's like another layer of it where there's some media folk who, who take it a little bit seriously and go, guys, just remember it's only opinions. You don't have to get carried away. No,
1: you do have to get carried away because it's good for me. I enjoy it. So since I spent all of my time today uh, prepping the quiz and none of it actually prepping the you know the content of the podcast, uh, <laughs> good, was
2: a good time. Yeah, I thought so.
1: Yeah. Uh, Murray sent me over a couple of the the biggest hitters of the Wrestling Observer New Year MMA uh, fight Awards. of the year, obviously. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure yeah, that yeah. Was the first one. So I was just going to go through a, a few and okay. see if we agree, disagree. Uh, Etc. Mm-hmm. So wrestler of the year. Shall I go through the full top 10? Why not? Yeah. Give, give the, give the listeners a treat. Yeah. This is the, uh, the kind of flair fez one, isn't it? Yeah. The kind of all rounder, not just matches. Yeah. I love this one. So all rounder wrestler of the year. Number 10, Brian Danielson with 91 votes mm-hmm. B- below there, Brian, pick up your game. Uh, number <laughs> nine, uh, Julia, Julia, Julia. There you go. She rules. She's great. And uh, number eight, CM Punk. Whoa. Great. I like third most overrated. I love that because like
3: like a, a core group of people will avoid CM Punk number one. Yeah. And some of them will have put him at number
1: 450. <laughs> yeah. And that's why he's there. Number seven, just above Punk, is MJF. Only mm-hmm. slightly better. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and number six, Chris Jericho. Then we've got number five. What? <laughs> <laughs> nice, yeah. <a> <laughs> Skip past that one. Above CM Punk and MJF and then, Brian Danielson.
2: It does stand to reason because like one of the 28 accounts he's got with the Observer will have all voted Chris Jericho <laughs> number one. And then weirdly, around the time that voting went out, like in the Observer, it said uh, for rumors in the AW locker room are apparently that they all want Chris Jericho to win wrestling of the year. It doesn't seem right to me, but I mean, I'll report what I've heard from sources. Do you hear the locker room's really upset with CM Punk as well? <laughs> Uh, a certain Ayatollah of rock and roller was said to have a really strong opinion on this.
1: Uh, number five is and uh, Number four, Kazuchika Okada. Mm-hmm. Number three is William Osprey. Yeah, Billy. Heard of him? Heard of him? Definitely. Number two, definitely heard of this one as well. Uh, Roman Reigns. He, yep. the, he the twos. Big friend, according mm-hmm. to Meltzer, and his, uh, rigged, obviously. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and because number one is Jonathan Moxley. John yeah, Moxley. I kind of like. Can't really fault that. He's m- biggest bleeder of the year, definitely. He's got that yeah. one down. Paper mashy skin. <laughs> is this
2: like uh, um, when you play Mario Kart? So number two is Roman Reigns. Number one is John Moxley. But S tier is uh, Seth Rollins, and that's how like all the <laughs> slot in. Like he gets his own special one, uh, like above the bottom of that's like what makes you the best,
3: yeah. of course. Yeah, I think he's a solid pick at number one, Moxley. Yeah. Like carried the company. You know, Tony had to go to him for crisis several times throughout the year. Uh, he started the year incredible. Maybe had a bit of a lull towards the end, where he clearly wanted to go on holiday and he couldn't do it because of <laughs> certain stuff. Um, I mean, I can't really
1: argue with him or Roman, to be honest, or Shuri for that matter. Yeah, yeah. or Okada. Next one most outstanding wrestler so this is work rate right maki Ito. <laughs> so in at number 10 new entry shingo takagi yeah uh in at number 9 Konosuke takeshita mhm uh in at number 8 Tsuri. dropping four uh, three places there from the uh, from the last one mm. uh in at number 7 is gunther yeah good job man yeah well done thanks very Bravo. much look, finally I, getting there i used to like that meme, but too.
2: frankly i wish i looked like gunther <laughs> <laughs> you, you seen now
1: <laughs> Uh, number six is Dax Harwood. Yeah. Okay. Uh, number five. <laughs> okay. Dax Harwood is number six. Okay. okay. Uh, in at number five, dropping four places there for John Moxley from one to five. Mm, uh-huh. It's not that they weren't in all the ring, hits. They weren't all hits, yeah. Yeah, he, he did have that patch where it was a bit ropey. Better in the ring than John Moxley is number four, Mike Bailey. Oh, I love that. Mm, I yeah. love yeah. him getting so high. That rules. Uh, in at number three, rising one place from the wrestler of the year to number three is Kazuchika Okada.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, going from tenth to second with a bullet is Brian Danielson. Hell yeah! Yeah. And in at number one from most outstanding wrestler of the wo- uh, year is William Will I Am Osprey.
2: Chris Jericho. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: mean, that's probably the most predictable Please. award of them all right but yeah like, vote difference is quite mad between yeah. second place 1,286 votes for brian danielson 4,807
2: cheesy wow. <laughs> yeah. peeps man I, this is the thing right I, like will osprey is great i personally have a certain detachment with some of his work compared to what i might have used to have thought before some of the things that you can or if you choose to you think about him but like even if you're just viewing his work at a very objective and detached level what i see of will osprey which is not as much as I would if I was seeking it out, is still fantastic. Really yeah. awesome. He still works at a phenomenal baseline, which I think helps him here. And then when you look at the democracy of Wrestling Observer subscribers, so many of them, even if they're not watching everything he does, they're certainly reading about it through Dave, yeah. who does watch Seven everything stars he in does. in Tokyo <laughs> Indeed. Yeah. And he goes very high on Osprey. Yeah. So that vote disparity... You know, as we've just talked about, these numbers can mean everything or nothing. It's kind of up
1: to oh, you, really. Oh, it be amounts and making it up. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Pulled out of his ass. It's
2: just the idea that, like,
1: all, what, 4,000? 4, 4,800 and something.
2: I yeah. would say the near 5,000 people that haven't necessarily watched all of his body of work will have seen enough and then have been backed up by Dave's, oh, and this one you haven't even got around to, five. Yeah, yeah. This one you did not even get around to, four and a half, like, four and a half. But that's because his floor has been incredibly yeah. high yeah. for the last few years now.
1: I'm yeah. not going to sit here and add it up, but more people definitely voted for Osprey than all of the rest of the yeah. nine combined. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Like he
3: he's like kind of the perfect wrestler for this audience. I think like I love Will Ospreay. I've like I've had a period I had a period with Will Osprey like as a fan for a couple of years where I was like I can see what you're doing and I can understand why everyone loves this, but I'm maybe just a bit burned out on it, but like I've I've really come back around on it. Like he's just that, that great at what he does. And like there's certain people will be like, Oh, he's never evolved in that, but that those are the people you can tell aren't really watching him. Yeah, Like there is clear evolution every single year with this guy. And yeah, I think he's phenomenal. Uh, the third one, I've just realized I've
1: forgotten my gimmick. Hang on, here we go.
5: Oh.
1: there, oh, we, go. there we go. Now it's award season. Yeah. Yeah. there's a reason Wilborn does this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's the tag team of the year. Back on the awards tray. Number 10, Keith Lee and Swerve Strickland. Uh, number 9, Hazumi and Kaguma. Number 8, Tam Nakano and Natsupoi. Number 7, Penta, El Zero Miedo, and Ray Phoenix. Number 6, Aussie Open. Uh, Number five, The Acclaimed. Number four, The Usos. They should be higher. Definitely better than these losers. The Young Bucks.
2: (laughs) Usos better. (laughs)
1: Uh, Mark and Jay Briscoe in at number two, but slamming it down with the number one spot.
2: This feels about right. Like, The Briscoes one is an interesting one because, of course, there's going to be loads and loads of sentiment. But there's an absolute quality over quantity argument. Like, if you're going to have three matches and all three of them, depend on who you ask, could be the match of the year, um, that's an argument for being the best tag team of the year because yeah. even the great tag teams that might wrestle, let's say, once a week or two or three times a month might not have three matches that reach that yeah that height. So it's I think there's a lot of sentiment there, but it's not completely without merit too. I can't – I don't know enough – the lower end of that top ten is where Murray's the expert here because I don't know yeah. enough about what I'm seeing, like, from these, like these Japanese names that are getting in at, like, quite a height – but in terms of the mainstream North American teams, you kind of could have picked a rotation of that top five or six, and pl- you could you could find arguments to place any of them in any of the spots. Yeah, probably all underneath FTR because I think FTR were the ones that um, there was a confluence of quantity and quality with FTR that I think was just above everybody else. Yes yeah, definitely. But then the rotation of the rest, I think you could make strong arguments for
1: all of them. Yeah, yeah. there is one um, very purple team that's missing from this though.
2: Yeah, where are the flipping <laughs> Judgment Day? That'll probably be more of a carryover into next year's. Yeah, um, best gimmick, yeah, you know. <laughs> uh, best gimmick, best wrestler, um, Dominic, obviously. most outstanding yeah. wrestler. Yeah. Like yeah. he'll be the one that yeah. overlaps like Moxley. Yeah, both. definitely. It's best just,
3: manager, Finn Balor. Yeah, yeah yep.
2: you know, it was just like Mel. is such an Edge guy that he's probably, look, <laughs> he's probably looked at the Judgment Day and like like been worked into fuming with them because he loves Edge so much. That he's
1: like, <laughs> I can't believe they turned on him and they're just not getting the precedent. I head. do remember him in the Edgeheads. Him and that Zayn Rider. That's <laughs> right. That's right. <laughs> Judgment Day's time will come. <laughs> it's a no-brainer, FTR as well, isn't yeah, it? Like, yeah, it is. The thing, the
3: like, not just like the, the Briscoes trilogy and the box match and all this stuff, but like they go into like an indie that gets no hype whatsoever in big time wrestling. And they wrestled the, the rock and roll express who are 90 years old <laughs> and they have this four they have a four star match with two yeah. old men. And it's like, like Ricky and Robert can still do some fun stuff, but like that match was such an over-delivery. Like the FTR's resume is so fast.
2: I was doing an article, which you can find actually at whatclutch.com forward slash WWE about the one wrestler uh, who will never leave WWE and is going to leave. Uh, I'm going to go to AEW. I'm not going to tell you that it's because I want you to read it, but it folds in something that's going on with FTR. And I was looking at their cage match for 2022. It's a freezing cold take. It's February 2023. But like, I forgot just to the extent of that. So the Rock and Roll Express over there, uh, you've got the Briscoes and the Young Bucks and the more high-profile matches. Then you've got Aussie Open for New Japan mm-hmm. in England. You've, uh, the Motor City Machine Guns, Yeah. Um, they were finding ways to, because they were so prominent, you could justify any old dream tag team and think, FTR and that's a money match. Punk and Moxley. Punk and Moxley yeah. on Dynamite, one of my favourite AEW matches of last yeah. year. There wasn't much they like got wrong in truth. And then when you consider the Dax singles runs and like Cash having those odd moments, elevating yeah. the tag team as well it's I no brainer
3: we should probably clarify that when we are having a laugh when we mentioned Dax and it's not because we don't think he's amazing we're just doing a bit like yeah, <laughs> he, had, he had a great singles run yeah, I don't one
2: yeah. he's, uh, he's just he's not everybody's favourite social media
3: no guy. Yeah.
2: he can be mine actually I've got a bit of a Dax Harwood causing problems is one of my like are into things. the chaos of social media yeah. whoever
1: brings the chaos I'm all for
2: it's trouble I Dax. think that's
1: fair that's, yeah. I, I can relate to chaos so, <laughs> <I> think, uh, <laughs> so next up Here we go. Uh, Best on interviews. Slamming in there. Number 10. Probably never been in here before, I assume, until that one interview before the lead up to Wrestle Kingdom. Will Ospreay. Yeah, Yeah, fair play. He's had some bad ones. He's had (laughs) some real bad ones. Number nine. The terrible promo that is Roman Reigns. (laughs) (laughs) That's really funny. (laughs) Number eight. The far better promo that is Jay White. Yeah. The catalyst. He's
3: He's not my favorite.
1: Number seven, actually <laughs> fair placed, Kevin Owens. Yeah. Yep. Uh, number six, should probably be higher, Paul Heyman. Mm-hmm. Uh, number five, very sad these days, Eddie Kingston.
2: Yeah. Yeah would yeah. have been higher I think if AEW kept focus on him in the second yeah. half of the year
1: that's a very polite way of saying if Tony Khan had booked him like ass he'd be higher yeah. yes yeah. <laughs> number four Sammy Zane uh, number three good old pal CM Park well done well done Phil, yep. well done, Phil. <laughs> uh, number two yeah fair play John Moxley 100% and number one again can't really argue MJF I mean just look at this week alone right I know it's obviously
3: like this is a new award window we're in now in 2023 but he does this every week yep. Yep. comes up with something takes something real or do you know if it's real or do you know if it's fake and then mixes it into a pro wrestling narrative and the thing I like most about these MGF promos is that people get legitimately worked up mm. by them. <laughs> people get furious about these things like the one with the car swapping yeah. the seats and the accident yeah. and stuff people are on Twitter going this is disgraceful how can you baby he's a heel
1: it's 2023 and you are being worked this yeah. is good feels like his entire goal in life is to get the heat that people say you can't get anymore
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. he's the most valuable TV wrestler in North America for me because you shouldn't... What he's, I think, reminded people of is you absolutely shouldn't wrestle every week and it's great because he folds it into his character but you really shouldn't because it does overexpose your work and it keeps your, your big matches special. Um, in his case, it keeps his small matches special as well but like your big pay-per-view matches stay big but so few wrestlers can... Uphold the pressure of being expected to talk on that level every single week. We are a long, long way removed from sending The Rock out to do 10 minutes and just making it work, sending Steve Austin out to do the same. And yet MJF has brought that right the way back. Yeah. Um, Chris Jericho thinks he can. And frankly, it's embarrassing that he's a weekly wrestling <laughs> performer at this point because he shows his arse once every four weeks. And you're just like, I could do with so much less of you. Whereas MJF has found the measure of somehow appearing on the show once a week and you're left wanting more. Yeah. He recently... Was it, like, two weeks ago? That's one of the first ever show-long angles I can ever remember Dynamite booking. He mm-hmm. wrestled in the opener, and then he did the bit where he uh, had the fight with Takeshita, and then he paid later on again to pay off Roosh to break Danielson's arm. Like, you almost never get... You do your one segment in AEW, and then that's you for the week. Yeah. Like, he's proven to be the guy that can break that format. He's so good. It's mm-hmm. also
1: taken him two weeks to massively heat up this Brian Danielson yeah. match that yep. was... Like, everyone knew it was going to be great going into it, but it was a bit cold. Like the you build. knew he would do it yeah. as well, though. Like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, brilliant.
3: He's a great talker. Great wrestler. Yeah.
1: Great man. Great man. Yeah. Well, except when you swap and seize. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's a wrestling story. You're welcome, everyone. Uh, made in WCPW. Yeah, um, So, who <laughs> over Benji. Of course. Speaking of promotions of the year... <laughs> 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 the final one we'll go through. I'll not go through the whole thing because uh, it's only the top three that's really interesting here. Yeah. Uh, let's base it. So, uh, well, New Japan was number four. Mm-hmm. I'll get that one out the way. And then in at number three <laughs> is the WWE. Three. Three. <laughs> <It's> great, <man. laughs> In at number two is Stardom. And in at number one, obviously, is All Elite Wrestling. Stardom is better than both of those companies. I love it. <laughs> this,
2: this is the thing, right? Like, I, I don't think Murray's alone in that assessment. I don't watch Stardom. I'll catch the odd match that, like, yeah. I'll get a recommendation from one of you guys. Or if it's getting buzzed. You kind of you kind of have to see what's going on, but Stardom fans will tell you that Stardom's as good as it gets. It took the mantle from New Japan as being the hottest promotion in Japan yeah. over the last couple of years, um, so it doesn't surprise me that it drops in at second. But it is really funny as a result that WWE, <laughs> that by and large, like especially post Man resigning in disgrace, had a pretty great. Tw- I'm a WWE fan, and it had a pretty great second half of the year for me. Definitely, um, and to finish third, and then to get arse kicked in another couple of categories.
3: It's really funny. It, it was worst promotion as well, WWE, which is quite funny. Worst
2: uh, prom- NWA exists. Yeah, <laughs> like, uh, it's quite
3: funny that isn't it? <laughs>
2: Clash, like Clash at the Castle was like yeah. a monster event, and the Rumble was the biggest Tyrus's ever. better
3: and, than the Bloodline. Yeah, <laughs> I think my my. F- funniest one is Booker of the Year this year oh my god because that, uh, that's just great because you see you've seen the graphics you've seen the Triple H Observer graphics that people post whenever something cool happens yeah. on WWE which is like every week at this stage because yeah. it's good shows uh bird <laughs> <laughs> finished bird yeah t- t- Tony Khan I think had triple the votes yeah <laughs> I'm glad uh,
2: Will Bourne's off today because uh, Sean Michael Sean Michaels dropped in at like 10th Yeah, he had, he had 20 Sean Michael's was <laughs> below Scott Damore I didn't know like so he had 20 <laughs> votes right so that's uh, 20 votes Sean Michael's best book of the year so that's me Willborn, and Sidgwick I didn't know I didn't know Willborn had 17 Observer Burners
3: <laughs> like I was going to say like I w- Sean Michael's I hate NXT it's like my least favourite product any a- any era of wrestling legitimately I hate it but it grew in 2022.
2: He's making like slow progress. He's making slow progress and he's going to work WrestleMania weekend. It's it's great. It's carnage over there, man.
3: It's absolutely quality. Um, I love it, man. I just love the reaction to these
1: so much. WWE worst promotion of the year. What
3: are you you talking about? That's
1: amazing. That isn't (laughs) it. Speaking of mad reactions to AEW, they got over a million views in the Mm. rating this week. Do they deserve it? That's incredible. No, no. Michael, use a shovel. (laughs) No, Phil, they don't.
2: Um, It's not uh, to to quote an awful man. It's not hot in AW right now. Um, Revolutions build has been mixed. Some really, some really good. Some not so good. Uh, It feels like one of the colder AEW pay-per-view cycles in recent memory. There was some kick-ass Dynamites at the start of this year, but I thought this out loud, I think, on a podcast the other day. I wonder just how much really great, I mean, top-tier wrestling was obscuring a bit of a lack of, uh, not storytelling, but storyline development storytelling can happen in matches, and it was, but there was a bit of, like, there was a lack of angle advancement, and AEW's been an amazing angles company and an amazing promos company, and I think, like, we're feeling that now as we get on the homestretch of revolution, not quite enough. They've all, anybody that tells you they're not all story-based is a liar, because they all are. If you look at that entire card, it's all yeah. blood feuds or big title programs around grudges, but there's a, la- a distinct lack of really hot angles outside of a couple of matches. Yeah. I'm kind of pleased they got it, because <laughs> one of the things I will say is that Like, numbers in AEW should still reflect a little bit on the champion. I know things are different now. Metrics are different. We're not talking a Hogan era. But, like, even if you look at how John Cena can still shift a couple of thousand tickets, there are still cases where individuals can be draws. And MJF will be looked upon as that. And I don't want this run to fail business-wise because I'm loving it. Like yeah. I think he's the, the exact right choice for the world champion.
1: And he's the absolute best thing on Dynamite right now.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. and I just think if it's like a Bret and Sean thing, you can love these guys as much as you want, but if you reflect in the air and it was bad business, then that sticks yeah. and someone's card's marked and I don't yeah. really want that for him. So it's nice for that. I, I'm i as curious. It's just, whenever you get a wild rating, you're equally then as curious for the one the week after yeah. because it's not right. What was that? What was it about that? Like you were saying this morning, there was like, less competition than usual
3: uh, yeah I think there was no basketball something like that yeah like
2: we, yeah. we can assume that will help So like there'll be probably no basketball next week and it'll be the go home show like can they sustain it yeah. was there enough on this week's Dynamite that'll bring people back all that kind of stuff interesting because I just don't think especially after the Rampage rating nobody saw that coming I don't think
3: 0. 07. Oh, uh, .07 007 007 yeah. for Rampage who's like, the worst James Bond uh, we can throw them that can be the George Lazenby you know screw you George Lazenby ruin <laughs> ruined Dynamite Rampage whatever show it was I like the show still. Like I've, I've, <laughs> I don't bother reviewing things objectively anymore. I just, I, I, <laughs> I'm not interested in that. I don't think it's very. I think it's pretty joyless to be honest. for me personally. Mm-hmm. Right? I don't enjoy sitting there going, "Oh well, I didn't personally enjoy it, but look at Dexter White." Does it, it? I don't like that. I'm hardcore. I them both. Yeah. I sit <laughs> and watch the show, and if I like it, I like it. Um which probably makes me a much worse critic, but I don't care. Um, So I sit here and I watch these shows and I go, yeah, I still like this. And then- I'll I'll watch people talking about the lack of angles, which I think are all valid points. But for me, like for me, I, 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 it doesn't impact how I feel about the show or anything like that. Because if you give me like three, four star matches, even if maybe I'm not as invested in these feuds over here or whatever, I'm still quite happy. So, uh, my perspectives on it is probably quite useless to people who are looking for like (laughs) in-depth analysis, but my, my simple answer is I like the show uh, and I'm glad that other people liked it this week as well. Uh, seemingly in terms of, like, how many people watched it and all yeah. that. Um, no matter what people will tell you online, the show performs well every week. It's in the top yeah, 10, whatever. Matter. like it, Or whatever range it's in these days. It used to be yeah. top three all the time. Top five, whatever. Uh, so it's clearly going to get, like, a nice boost to the end of the year. For me, right, as long as it does well enough to still exist, because I like Mm -hmm. having lots of different wrestling to watch. Um, As long as it's not in any mortal danger of going out of business, I am quite happy. Uh, And I just like my nerd matches. I would like him to push more of my favourites, though. I will say that. Who, oh, we'll knew, who
2: knew that Evil yeah. Uno was such a draw? Yeah. And now and we everyone, know there's, yeah. there's the evidence there. Replay, lift Hangman Page out, yeah. put Evil Uno in, and then Fits. maybe you won't have a guy that's causing <laughs> so many troubles with the actual stars. <laughs> 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 mm-hmm. bring, bring bring
3: bring back CM Punk. No, no, bring back CM Punk. Bring, bring back CM Punk. You <laughs> want these numbers every week? Yeah. I think of one guy that's on the shelf. Look, bring do. back CM Punk. Belt the House of Black. Belt the Butcher and the Blade. Give Eddie Kingston the World Title Feud. And Andy Murray is watching every minute every week. I do that anyway, but you know I'll do it twice. I would say no notes, but I have one, because I was reading my Wrestling Observer paper copy this morning. uh,
2: As delivered by Mm -hmm. Dave. CM Punk was like the third most overrated, so how can that be true?
1: (laughs) I don't know, let me ask Twitter. I'm sure the guys with elite avatars will let us know. I'm going to use this uh, as just a personal call to Tony Cole to stop ruining my thumbnails with blood every goddamn week. (laughs) You're destroying our product, Tony Khan. Every week, the best image from Bloody Dynamite is covered in blood, and we can't use it on YouTube because it'll get demonetized. I get it. It's like the attitude here. Ooh, we can bleed over here. At <laughs> WWE. Get over it already. You've been doing it for twatting ages now. I hope Cody it's bleeds a lot. Give me some better thumbnails. Oh, do you remember 2019, Tony Khan, when you said, oh, we're not going to be having any of this blood it's program? <laughs> yeah, right. God damn it. Cold, calm down. You don't get it. Get it blood. <laughs> oh, I'm hot, cold. Good. Oh my god, Phil! You've
2: just got to pipe on there. I feel like <laughs> you've just been like that. I've just got to witness the physical version of Tony Khan logging on to Twitter when he sees Ariel Helwani on the, the WWE show. But I've just got to see the physical manifestation of
3: Ariel Philwani. Changing <laughs> <laughs> my Twitter um.
2: <laughs> and then bury Tony Schiavone.
1: <laughs> Tony Schiavone's a better journalist <laughs> than you.
2: What the hell did I do? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, sticking with AEW for a bit, I guess, before we get to the bloody good quiz, um, they're starting a Total Divas show. <laughs> I love these hospitals. They're always, they're always copying WWE, man. Where will it
2: end? I I, um, I want to watch this. Uh, it's. I mean, the important announcement is how they got the million. Um, Tony Khan knew what he was doing. But... Uh, <laughs> I want to watch this. Like, AW, I think those WWE Network specials, those yeah. 24s and the like, are great. Never thought the camera's actually on, more for what's happening in the background. Um, the, I think of the times when you would have, say, I don't know, a profile piece on Kevin Owens or something, but it's him on the road for six months, and then you, you see things, like, blurred images of stuff going on in the background or the little thing that says Vince's office, and it's got, like, some people in a boat getting whipped, and they're like, oh, Vince. Like, we've never really, other than a couple of times on roads to the top, had that look at AEW, and even that was mired in, it was that um scripted reality, wasn't it, where you've got Cody and Brandy doing things that, have, like Mr and Mrs, has been clearly set up to just yeah. get into bother or whatever. <clears throat> this doesn't strike me as as much of that. I think there'll be a bit of it. I think you'll have maybe, like they've focused quite a lot on Adam Cole and Britt Baker, yeah. and I think that'll be, what's it like being a couple in wrestling? And I'm sure... You know, work is going to work. There'll be scenes of them in the car, and it'll be like, I'm stressed out with him, I'm stressed out with her, whatever.
1: Doing dentist work, community yeah. work. Yeah. yeah. Not I'm doing uh, Eddie Kingston's tweets about it, basically just saying, I'm on it, it's going to be all right, they let me swear.
2: <laughs> 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 I'm, I'm really curious as what an AW version of those pretty cool WWE documentaries looks like. And the fact it's going on TV yeah. means that you would assume it's got, like, a standard to hold as yeah. well. Like it can't be, like... Not to sort of denigrate Dark and Dark Elevation, but it, or Road to, for that matter, but it can't really be YouTube company content. It's got to have a little bit of something extra to it. Yeah, spice Yeah, yeah.
3: yeah I didn't really watch any Road to Roads to the Top or anything like that, uh, for better or for worse. Even though well, I'm deeply invested in the chaos of that family, um, <laughs> but. I don't know man it's like this kind of content isn't really like catered to people like me who just want cool matches and mm. cool promos and stuff um, but it is quite interesting to watch so I'll definitely watch it and see what yeah. it's like but they're definitely focusing on good people like Britain, and Cole like uh, they seem really affable people behind the scenes and like uh, have you ever seen the Anthony Bourdain uh, oh my god what's the show Part, Parts Unknown yes. where he goes to Pittsburgh and he speaks to them and they're just they're really nice on screen together like candidly behind who else have we got have we got Eddie of course that'll yeah. be a riot yeah uh sammy and ty i think are in it as well yes um so it might it might be fun uh
0: network muscle millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from noom like evan who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds salads
5: generally for most people are the easy button right
2: as well perhaps yeah. like an extra hour on the network it's all we ever hear is that they're going to get tons more money when they're it shows know. faith in them yeah. as, a, as, like, as a
3: brand mm-hmm. definitely it's like we think we can put this on after dynamite yeah. it's like a third hour yeah uh, it's also quite funny that it's replacing slap fight worse <laughs> than that, <haven't> <laughs> <laughs> no it's gee whiz imagine if it does oh my goodness <laughs> what does that say about us as a species right as, uh, human beings as a species if The show about, like, nice man Adam Cole, who everyone loves, and he's got this lovely relationship with Britt Baker, who's probably the hardest-working person in the sport because she combines this with dentistry, which is extremely (laughs) difficult. Lovely, wonderful people window into their lives. What does that say about us if that gets outdrawn by people slapping each other in the (laughs) face, people willingly inflicting brain damage on each other? What does that tell us?
2: Well, if more people watch Slap Fight, something tells me you won't get people in... um WWE Discovery's net, uh, YouTube comments saying, oh, why are you always so negative? <laughs> it's because you literally chose people getting slapped in the face. Uh, yeah. You made your choice. Yeah, you
1: <laughs> Numbers don't lie, baby. That's it. Yeah, I'm looking forward to this as well. Uh, for the same reason, like, I love the WWE 24 and mm. the like, day of like, documentaries, all that stuff on the net, WWE Network. Like, I like, my I love Tough Enough. Like, it, yeah. like as, a, as a show, I, I absolutely adored Tough Enough. Like, all these weird little besa- behind-the-scenes glimpses of sort of the absolute bat, the crazy world that is. You ever seen professional wrestling?
2: Rumble 2014 one? Yeah. Oh my God. It's like an episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm. Yeah. Like he gets to the building and his gear's wrong and his trainers don't fit and he trips over or something. And then he goes out in the ring and he's blowing out his arsenal. And, <laughs> and, <laughs> and he's like, the end. Ah, ah, Dave, great to be back. Like it's just you're waiting for the credits to all that. Like, mm, he seems bum, like bum. such a nice guy yeah, as well. Yeah. Like it just, everything goes wrong. For him. <laughs> like he goes through the wrong door at one point, like as he's on the way to the ring or something like, that. like oh, Dave. Oh, sorry about all this.
1: <laughs> but yeah, I'm fascinated to see the sort of AEW side of that that they might bring out, and like you say, it's got to be TV quality because it's yeah. it's like not the usual YouTube stuff. So I don't know if they've got like new people to come in and film it, or if they're doing it in house. I'm not entirely sure. But yeah, I'm just I'm just really interested to see what it's going to be. According to um, I saw, I must have been like around the marketing of this show. But according to like
2: one, there was like an AEW like representative or something that was doing. You know, they're like they're sort of. Um, like, just a popcorn spiel stuff to set, like, so that apparently it's going to be a great show with CBS <laughs> on TBS and Waze and We've got a great lineup. for for All Access. is going to be a great time. So, I mean, uh, who are we not to trust them?
1: Exactly. Behind the scenes with the snowman. <laughs> <laughs> there he is again. <laughs> <laughs> the snowman and other melts. <laughs> <laughs> access. Well, I guess it's time. For- <laughs> uh, where's the button? Looking good. Oh, hang on, we'll go again. There you go. Uh, it's fine, they heard right, yeah, it. Sorry. Uh, I've not looked for a review because I forget every single time. Yep. So I'll just dedicate this to everyone who's ever given us a five star review. How about yeah, that? Yes, all yes. of you, thank you very, very much. And leave some more. Why not? You keep us above Conrad, and that matters. Yeah. That I, like Con- matter. I like Conrad, but that does matter. <laughs> on, I
2: need to find uh, you keep us above Road Dog. And, and who, doesn't who doesn't yeah. want yeah. to be a Coronet. Yeah.
3: yeah. Should we just call people out? Yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> Um, all right, that was good. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't care, I don't care much for a busted open, yeah. actually. There we go. Yeah, I don't listen to you, Mark Henry. <laughs> Take that.
2: <laughs> I don't want any more
1: stories,
2: JP Allen and Gerald Briscoe, <laughs> <laughs> because the ones you did tell were boring as fuck.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, so today's quiz, it might not be up to par with some of the other ones I've done, but I think it'll be fun. I think it'll be okay. It's all about the money. money. Money, uh, not Sasha Banks saying he's money. It's about just money in okay. wrestling. Okay. Um, right. In the honor money. of her coming back this Good. weekend, yep.
2: Yep. Uh, already uh, better did. than one of Will Bond's. Exactly. Yeah. 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 I say very, this every very time.
1: Loose threads
3: holding this thing together. <laughs> Will Bourne, like <laughs> he's, he's 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 in a comfort zone, he needs a. a f- yeah. I yeah. swore there. Sorry, Phil. <laughs> 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 he needs an effing man like Phil to come in and shake it up. Yeah. A little rogue element added to it. Hang
1: on, let me write down there. Andy Murray is... Uh, you're the Royal uh, Gallop.
5: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so I just came out. I'm sorry.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the stands for
1: fuck. <laughs> I'm <laughs> And another one. No, God, no, it! Friday, guys.
3: Yeah, you're lucky you don't do many videos. He gets revenge on you when you do stuff in videos, man. He's oh, going to... You are you are going to... Like, one month from now, you are going to die. So. <laughs>
2: you're not going to know
3: <laughs> it yet. But yeah. The bill's going to take does does revenge? It doesn't come soon, but it comes one day when you suspect it. Oh, God. Two types of editors here. There's Adam Nicholas, who has a vault but doesn't use it. And then there's this guy <laughs> who
1: pops it open every time. Uh, so, yeah, like I say, it's all about the money. money. <laughs> um, so, question one, just for fun, usual rules apply shout out your name when you know the answer. Um, so, the best money in wrestling is obviously uh, Vince McMahon's Million Dollar Mania. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> obviously. Uh, so, cast your minds back to 2008. Uh-huh. Ratings were. Not good. Vince mm-hmm. McMahon was desperate. Buying viewers. <laughs> and decided he'd just give away a million dollars every episode. Uh, what could go wrong? Well, on the very, very first call, mm-hmm. what happened? Man, eh? Oh, hello. I've, gone, I mean, I've got some Are options. You, got going, got, like, you,
2: got, you do it. Oh, let's have the options first and
3: I'll give him my guess. Okay. Oh, hold up. You can't dive in and okay, then go. Right. No, you give me the options,
1: but this guy can't talk. No, it's okay. You <laughs> can have the options. I'm I'm a nice guy. All right, okay, I'll tell you. (laughs) Uh, What happened? Is it A, Vince McMahon dialed the wrong number? Is it B, he got put on hold? Is it C, he got rickrolled twice? Or is it D, (laughs) uh, he got accidentally hung up on the guy?
2: I was going to go rickrolled twice
1: actually wrong. Oh. I'm just going to pass the point over to Murray because it was all of the above. <laughs> That's what you get for jumping in, Hamflet. Yeah, <laughs> how, about, how about you prick?
2: This is not actually me in a minute. I'm going to start Rick Astley singing. It was you, this whole podcast, you were a Rickroll. You're
3: an alien wearing Hamflet's skin. He was so confused by it as well.
2: It was like, absolutely he, genius. He I've not... got some audio.
1: Hang on. Let, let's, let's just play this. Uh, where is it? Wrong number. <laughs> Already? <laughs> There's one you TV first? We're
5: ever. gonna Best try TV. this again. Do you remember the password, Jr.? Sure. The password is. Imagine <laughs> someone sits at home, someone here in the arena with a cell phone. Is it true? Could he really be calling me? <laughs> I like have a there. cell phone. Oh. You have to give the correct password.
0: Please for the music a until your party answers the phone. <laughs> Hello?
5: That's, that's not my fault. Call ID. Hello, yeah, we must Hello? be... Uh, no, oh, there's... we try that
1: one again. Just hung up on the guy. with Again. <laughs> We're building
5: the suspense <laughs>
3: here. He saw it. I think he's on the phone! i guy kidding. thank <laughs> you about the million dollars.
5: Someone just sold, sold... You guys want
0: to win $200,000 or not? Your party answered the phone. <laughs>
5: Hello,
1: hello. Who is this? Good, stuff. absolute genius. class, oh,
3: mean. I love that. Who is this? <laughs> you phoned him, <of> idiot. <laughs> <laughs> like.
1: He ended up winning two hundred thousand dollars. Hey, yeah, good for you. Him. Go. Uh, and later in that same show, Vince McMahon had to dial the same number three times to dial the right number. And then when he did finally get the right number, it was engaged.
2: Oh. <laughs> uh, question two. Who are we blamed for that? Somebody would have got the bl- somebody
1: would have got probably five. Yeah, <laughs> just of his fault. yeah. I'm going to pass the point over to Murray there because you jumped in. Yeah. uh, I can't believe I got that one right. (laughs) (laughs) Absolute genius. So question two. You can jump in if you want. Uh, Question two. How much did Batista pay in fines for blading in a steel cage match in On Raw against Jericho in 2008? Is it A, $88,000? Is it B, $100,000? Is it C, $115,000? Or is it D, $150,000? How much did Batista pay?
3: Andy, and all of those are way too much, so I'm going to go for the biggest one, (laughs) 150. It is not
2: 150.
1: It was more than
2: Jericho's, wasn't it, I think? Some sort of point that Vince was trying to make.
1: What was the figures again, please? Uh, 88,000, 100,000, or 115,000.
2: I'll go 115 because he might have, like, paid Jericho's as well or something.
1: You got it. Yeah. It was $100,000, it's fine. But he also paid five grand for Jericho, five grand for Mike Kyoda, and five grand for Dean Malenko, who all also got fined.
2: Batista's is the best. His deal was like a hundred grand. Are you taking the piss? They only got five grand. I'll pay the whole lot yeah. like, <laughs> to stubbornly make the point that this is stupid. Yeah. Like, it's an expensive point to make, but that's yeah. that's
1: big Dave. Big Dave, man. One all going yeah. into question three. Uh, I mean, sorry. Yeah.
4: Thanks. Thanks. Yeah.
1: Uh, <laughs> question three. Um... Okay, so I did some math. Uh, how much did Brock Lesnar make last year per second of
5: wrestling oh, match? Oh,
1: yeah. <laughs> uh, so do you want a, a hint at how much he got? There's no options here. We just so want there are it. options, yeah. I'll give you options. On, so on. he got paid, his contract is $5, $5 million a year, plus he got $500,000 for every match.
5: Especially. Wow.
1: So, <laughs> what on earth. So per second of wrestling content, did Brock Lesnar make a... per second B $902 per second C $1558 per second or D $1902 per second Humphrey I'll
2: just go the the big one again
1: yeah of course it's the big one $1902 per second Yes! <laughs> That's comparable to our rates, to be fair. <laughs> yeah, I was on cage match. He actually wrestled a lot more than I thought he was going to last year. He had 78 minutes and 51 seconds of in ring wow. action. Wow. Probably like, of all Which the is a, probably goodness, the busiest year he's ever had yeah. for a while, yeah.
2: Of all the minutes, like I would say the one that earned that, that the closest to a 1,000 was him elevating that ring with
1: a tractor. Yeah. yeah. But
2: that, I, he actually got his mo- Like I, think I mean, that, that match was him.
1: like 22 minutes long, and most of the time he was just driving around yeah. on a tractor. Yeah. So. <laughs> it was the best match ever. Yeah, It was tremendous. 2-1 to Hamlet going into question four. Uh, so on the final episode of my favorite show ever, McMahon's Million Dollar
4: Mania,
1: <laughs> uh, what happened on one of the calls? Uh, was it A... Um, the person who answered said it was the wrong number and then hung up on him. Was it uh, B, they said the right answer, but then Vince thought they were wrong and called them a loser? Was it uh, C, uh, Vince was told that it was their birthday and he absolutely did not care? Uh, was it D, He uh, Vince McMahon forced them to bark like a dog?
2: Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> Hamlet, that birthday one.
4: Yeah. Hey. Oh, wait, no, wrong <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like you were Vince to my caller. I was like I've done
2: it i got the money
1: What were the options again please um, The person who answered said it was the wrong number And then hung up on him um, <laughs> The person who answered said the right answer But Vince thought they were wrong uh, Vince was told it was their birthday and didn't care and, Or Vince McMahon made them bark like a dog
3: Oh wow uh, Vince getting owned wound is really funny So that one uh, Hanging up on Vince
4: Hey. <laughs> That's a good tease, that one. Bro. I love, was a good tea. Tea. Exactly fine, I love it.
1: Got some uh, uh, audio oh, more audio. Yeah. Here
4: we go.
5: Hello? Hello, who is this? Wrong number. Yeah. Wrong. That's
1: what I'm That's what I'm doing. The like great car, shouted down the phone. The fun thing oriented. is, though, all of the other answers were actually things that happened, but they happened on the second episode of McMahon's oh. Million <laughs> Dollar Mania. <laughs> I was not watching
3: WWE in 2008. I wish I was. You
1: wanna hear him force a guy to bark like a dog? Yes. i yeah. me just ask you a question, uh, Denzel. Uh, yes, sir. What's
5: your favorite animal? A, a dog. A dog? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, sir. You wanna give us a demonstration as to how you bark like a dog, perhaps? <laughs> Is that again? I'd love that. Your dog has laryngitis. <laughs> Nonetheless, you are a winner, congratulations $125,000 But up right now, you're going to applaud You're going to get excited because here comes The Summertime Bikini Beach Blowout Welcome to uh, WWE uh, in everyone Oh <laughs>
3: boy, Vince is a weird freak <laughs> I
2: didn't mind doing the voice of a dog, did you hear that really? reaction? It sounded like he was doing a fish
5: okay. <laughs> And I mean... <laughs> Folks, where's the lie?
3: There's only one fish I respect
5: in
1: this office. <laughs> I know it's a it's a lot for uh, just a random question, but do you want to hear the birthday one as well? Yeah.
5: Nonetheless, <laughs> congratulations, Kyle. You've just won one hundred and seventy-five thousand dollars. Oh my! Thank God. you, Mr. McMahon. Can I say one thing? Wait a minute now. You're asking me questions. <laughs> Kyle. Yeah, I'm here. Congratulations. Catch you later. Ooh. Night of Champions is on my birthday. Night of Champions is on your birthday. We're just a winner all the way around, right? Yes, I am. Okay, bye. is <laughs> 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 the pie in him off
3: at the end. Oh, like, okay, you can have tickets. <laughs> no, no, no. Okay, bye. Piss off, mate.
2: Absolute disdain for his <laughs> yeah. fellow man, doesn't even Vincent man.
1: <laughs> Love it. Just Huge the worst. Man. What a show. 2 2 uh, going into question five. Hotly so. contested. Bye. <laughs> uh, how much did Vince McMahon lose because of the XFL the first time round? Oh, my Was it $70 million, $80 million, $90 million, or $100 million? Uh, why? Are you going or not? Uh, yeah. No. Hamlet. <laughs>
2: $80 billion. Eighty billion. 80, Eighty billion. That's not one of the answers. Eighty million.
4: No, dear, that's wrong.
3: 100, 100 million
4: No, dear, oh. that's wrong. That's the only seventy million dollars. Oh wow,
3: uh, just that's a drop in the ocean, yeah,
2: isn't it? Right. Worth risking?
3: Worth yeah. trying? Why not? You could With just sell print? one yeah. of your houses and you'd be, <laughs> <laughs> you'd be all right. <laughs> what did you buy WC Ruby for? Like three point
1: two million? Or like yeah, that. like how was it?
3: Pulled like half an Obafemi Martins yeah. to <laughs>
1: Newcastle. Yeah. <laughs> Um, question six, still to all. Uh, how much did Ted DiBiase's million-dollar championship cost when it was first made? Is it $20,000, $40,000, $100,000, or did it actually cost a million dollars?
2: Let me think of how much he extorted from that state's welfare to
3: <laughs> launder and... How many peoples he left in poverty yeah. post-retirement when he doesn't need it. Carry the <laughs> one the
2: diamond of the, the undeclared tax and the Lloyds of London insurance policy. Uh, Hamlet. Yes. B.
5: Yay!
1: Yay!
4: <laughs> $40,000. Pick the letter. <laughs> 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 making
2: dead jokes and I forgot the numbers. <laughs> making fun of his actual crime. Yeah. <laughs> Allegedly. Yeah, it's really funny that he's an alleged uh, financial fraudster considering his gimmick. Yeah. It?
1: WWE it. it. still brought him back like like last year. Yeah. Imitating art. Yeah. 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 Uh, question seven, three-two to Hamlet. Still plenty of time there, Murray. <laughs> Uh, so question seven. How much did uh, Vince McMahon lose on the XFL the second time round? <laughs> Is it $70 million, $125 million, $175 million, or $200 million? Andy, the first one was not the big one.
3: So the second one, we're going with the big one, 200
1: 200 Yeah. Yay! You went big and went home, apparently, on the second time round.
3: <laughs> what an idiot. Why did he think that would be a good idea? Is it a question on this, or
2: do
1: you happen to know how much The Rock paid? Yeah, I mean, you might ah, just have to wait yeah. and see. Yeah. Um, so three all going into question eight. I will say as well that apparently uh, Vince McMahon said he was prepared to lose five hundred million dollars over the first three years of uh, the second time round of the XFL. So no. halfway to a billion. Yeah, business just flush it down Vani the toilet. Football. Yeah, yeah.
3: And, and a monopolised <laughs> sport.
1: <laughs> question eight: Three all. Um, Ric Flair. Um, once lost his Rolex, but how, um, <laughs> did he a hide it too well at a party with some, uh, with some hooter girls? Uh, did he b put it in a bowl of spaghetti? Did he, c <laughs> uh, lose it partying with the undertaker and a basketball player? Or did he D uh, give it to the manager of a restaurant as a loan?
3: Well, I think partying with the undertaker is an oxymoron. So it can't, <laughs> it can't be that <laughs> Andy, I give it to a restaurant owner as a loan.
4: No, dear, oh, that's wrong.
3: That would be very him, though. <laughs>
2: I hate the idea of that party. That sounds like a terrible night, so yeah. I'll go for because it it's just preposterous. Lost it in a bowl of spaghetti. No, oh, oh, no, dear, that's oh. wrong. you came up
1: with that? Ah, it's actually a trick question. It was all of the above. He lost <laughs> oh, he's lost four Rolexes in his He's lost four Rolexes. one hiding it from Hooters girls so they wouldn't steal it. Uh, <laughs> What oh, a prick! And he, he hid it from them oh. and he lost it anyway. <laughs> <And> he, <God laughs> hid it. Damn it. he did it so well that he couldn't remember where he hid his own Rolex. What a daft Deserved prick. it. Yeah, absolutely deserved it. Uh, <laughs> the second one was very funny. Uh, he did actually put it in a bowl of spaghetti at a restaurant to impress some girls, but he actually woke up the next morning, couldn't find his wallet or Rolex, uh, blamed the girls he was with for stealing it, and they said, no, actually, you put it in a bowl of spaghetti at the restaurant and said, it's fine, I've got 11 of them. uh as a as a flex and then he uh went to Philadelphia to get another, to see if we could find another Rolex that was the same Rolex, so when he went home to his wife, she wouldn't notice that he'd uh, (gasps) lost his Rolex, and ended up spending $50,000 to replace this Rolex, Uh, and then when he got back, his daughter realized that it was not the same Rolex instantly, (laughs) and he got found out anyway. He also did lose one uh, partying with The Undertaker and a basketball player, but he wouldn't say how, Uh, and he did also give one as part of a package of other things uh, for a loan to a restaurateur. Ooh. Ah. Wow. Yeah, man. Lived
3: a weird life. <laughs> yeah. I mean, The Undertaker and Ric Flair are in the top two people I'd least like to hang out with. For like so
2: many reasons. Yeah. Like, so many like different m- reasons. Yeah. Especially
3: The Undertaker. Can you imagine how miserable that would be? Yeah. She <laughs> <Gee> was... <whiz. laughs> Not that these uh, these old bars ain't the same as they used to be. Ah, Mr. Times, when I could get away with just bullying my fellow wrestlers. (laughs) To an extent that they couldn't strike back because I made myself so powerful. He does not speak anything like that. What is that?
2: Bars like this used to sell good beers like Castleman 4X. You don't see that much anymore. Yeah. I like the past. (laughs) Question nine.
3: Still three all. All to, to play for. Undertaker sucks. <laughs> he does suck.
2: Like, I think Kane's got some really interesting libertarian views, actually.
3: Actually, Kane's uh, got a reputation for being the smartest guy backstage. <laughs> yeah. Hey, get over
2: here, all elite scooby-doo.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy.
1: One, one, Question go. nine. all. Uh, three all. Uh, so after losing two hundred and seventy million on the XFL, how much did The Rock buy it for? Oh. <laughs> uh, was it A five million, B fifteen million, C thirty million, or D fifty million?
4: Hmm.
1: Bearing in mind, Vince McMahon lost two hundred and seventy million dollars. <laughs> Pamphlet. I'll go for one of the middle ones, thirty million.
4: No dear. Ah. That's wrong. Five million. No, dear, that's Mac. Bang in the middle
3: of them, fifteen million dollars. They're awesome, paid awesome. for the XFL. price. That's one Alan Shearer. Bargain. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Still uh, can't work
2: out if he'll make that back. Yeah. I tried to watch a bit of it, and it was those stadiums did not have many people uh, in them. Nope.
3: No. <laughs> it Must be really difficult to try and rival the NFL. <laughs> <laughs> it's
2: such a funny sentence, isn't it? it? Must be really difficult to set up an entire football league. <laughs> that's out of the brain of Vince McMahon <laughs> yeah. and Vince McMahon alone, isn't it? I'm, I'm, I fancy that. Let's do that.
3: Yeah, because uh, it's not like. Like we have so many leagues in every country and they've all got tiers and levels. Yeah. They've, they've got one. <laughs> I'm sure there's like college and all that, you know, and I'm probably, for, there's probably another one I've forgotten that people have shouted me for, but you know, no, CFL, that's one, isn't it? Yeah. Canada. There was yeah.
2: a, At the time of the XFL 2020, there was another one as well, wasn't there? Wasn't some dudes that were like, oh, we sure want to do like either. the All American Football League or something like that? <laughs> the All American yeah. Football? Vince set up, went back into the XFL <laughs> pot because yeah. he heard that was getting set up and he was, I think it was like with Dick Ebersol or something. He was like, no, I'm doing that.
3: Crush the competition. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like, oh, I've got somebody Crushed I can beat. Crushed the worms. Awful. That's awful. Yeah. Awful man. Terrible. I wish I understood
1: American football. I really do. But well, sometimes I wish I understood
2: Vince McMahon, yeah. but then most of the time. <laughs> That's you know, just uh, impossible. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> Uh, Question 10, still three all, and we'll say there's 11 questions as well because I did a tiebreaker just in case. So there's 11 questions. Hell yeah. there's Still all to play for. Uh, It's question 10, three all. Um, What was the actual sort of really weird storyline ending of the Million Dollar Mania? This isn't the thing falling down. Oh. Before you jump in (laughs) there. So was it, A, uh, Vince ended up in a coma, Uh, B, Mike Adamley was hired, D, JR was sent to SmackDown, or D, the WWE ratings actually went up. Uh, hamphlet I believe it was Vince it
2: was in a coma. Um because he wasn't there a segment where he woke up in the hospital and he realized that Linda had spent loads of his money on a campaign, a Senate campaign, and he got to walk out in a medical gown and his arse was showing. And then that turned out to be a Stephanie
3: McMahon fever dream itself.
4: No, dear, that's wrong.
3: Stephanie McMahon dreaming about her dad's arse is yeah. exactly something that that man... <laughs> that would definitely script. happened, yeah. That
1: definitely happened, but that was because yeah. of the Nexus.
2: Yeah. Oh, I get my... Yeah, yeah I'm cause gonna cause I, to watch,
1: I watched it. that clip in there. Yeah.
2: <laughs> he's under the... Good,
1: he's under yeah. the million dollar And he, he finds site. out how much uh, she spent on her leadership campaign thing. Yeah. Uh, and he wakes up and he's like, What? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love when, he, when that
2: thing fell on him and like Triple H has to come out and break characters
1: Paul <laughs> my legs my, my legs Paul
2: keep my legs Paul, <laughs> <can laughs> <my legs>, Paul.
1: <laughs> losers man God broke K-Fabe on the desperate attempt <laughs> that someone might believe this <laughs> oh uh, I'm lost uh, ratings coma no ratings um, uh, is so- it uh, B Mike Adamley was hired C JR was sent to Smackdown or D that WWE ratings actually went up
3: Mike Adamley was hired
1: Yay! Hey. Um, what did actually lead to Mike Adamley getting hired because there was no leadership on Roman Smackdown for a while and it all went a bit crazy and then, ooh, fans were breaking in backstage and taking selfies and things. Uh, and then they brought in Mike Adamley to fix it all. So WWE was good, <laughs> I guess. Poor Mike Adamley, man. Poor yeah, Mike he's had a rough. He's mm-hmm. had a rough time. He was destined to fail <laughs> in yeah, the way yeah, they yeah. set up that. Um, fun fact, just before we move on from the Million Dollar Mania, because I've just spent way too much time watching these things, he once gave someone $2 as a prize, do you know why he only gave them $2? Go on. Uh, because the previous segment on Raw sucked so much. Because it had <laughs> Gillian Hall in it. Oh, my God. What? So he gave the person $2. Yeah.
3: The segment that he probably
2: wrote
5: yeah. yep. was...
2: <laughs> Vincent Mann buries a woman and uh, punishes a fan. Yeah. yeah, Because of something he did. Because the oh, that sucked, TV. Yeah. <laughs> It's not real, Vince. You created this. You have a choice in this. <laughs> Oh, no. Uh,
1: so, final question. Do you think that was why WWE was
2: terrible for all that time? Because he would just come to work and wonder why the show wasn't good. <laughs> like, uh, he's expecting to sit in his chair and go, come on, then, wrestle. <laughs> <laughs> like, get involved in conflict. Somebody's go- like, back in 91, somebody brought a snake out here. He <laughs> out. Like, they- Nobody ever told him it was booked. Like, they did- Pat Patterson's value went completely undersold for years. <laughs> oh,
3: cheesy peeps.
2: Uh, it's like the Rumbles are shoot. <laughs> they're all drawing numbers and they're just out having a fight.
1: <laughs> Question 11 It's 4-3 to Murray So if you get this one Humphrey, It will be all tied oh. Oh. Exciting stuff um, Well known for being Very competitive as well So <laughs> you, you all better y- about Yeah all It's
3: all I go on about man
1: So here we go Which one of these uh, Did WWE spend the most on Is it A Buying the WWF Originally uh, Was it B The Million Dollar Mania was it C, uh, the WCW brand, or was it D, uh, hush money to cover up an affair with a WWE employee? <laughs> oh jings! E, Lex Luger's bus. <laughs> F,
2: the the egg. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll I'll go D, the bad man money. D.
4: No, dear. That's wrong. Oh, it's
1: not, unfortunately. It's uh, been $3 million on that, though. Yeah, He's a piece of garbage. He is he a is, piece yeah. of dweish. Uh So WCW wasn't a lot of money, which we've uh, already established. What were the other ones? I'm very forgetful. Uh, buying the WWF, yeah. uh, buying WCW, or the Million Dollar Mania in total.
3: Ah, none of these are a lot of money, are they, really? Mm-hmm. Like, in, in today's terms. Uh, Saw that WCW. No, dear.
4: Oh. That's wrong.
1: Actually, the Million Dollar Mania was the most expensive of all of the four, incredibly. Uh, He bought WWF for $1 million back in the day. He bought the WCW brand for $2.5 million. He did also then buy the uh, tape library later for $1.7 million. So combined, that's probably...
2: More. What was the first? No, oh, that's coming at around just around four million dollars, roughly, was it?
1: Uh, yeah, so just, jamming, just to clarify,
3: WWE's about to sell for nine billion dollars. <laughs> yeah. obviously, inflation It's in a better place,
1: but yeah. you know, it's well, funny. it wasn't included it's this. Funny. But he bought the ECW brand, uh, just because he was just buying Paul's debts, yeah. Um, which was way less than a million dollars. The hush money to cover up an affair with a WWE employee was $3 million, but he did give away $3 million for the Million Dollar Mania, but they also bought all the sets, the pyro, the thing knocking Uh, it down, the props, the advertising, the actual phone calls themselves, and a massive loss in ratings because of it. (laughs) So that was actually the most expensive thing
3: for WWE. So demented, isn't it? What does giving away a million dollars have to do with wrestling? Like, what... What an idiot.
2: For many years, most of us, asked what Vince McMahon had. To yeah.
4: Do <laughs> we <laughs> still do. We yeah. still do,
3: to be fair. Oh, uh, yeah. Just his, like, lifelong quest to turn wrestling into something that isn't wrestling mm-hmm. manifests in so many stupid ways. And this is one of them. He's not got it, has one, he's he? He's an idiot.
1: So that's it. That is the quiz all about... Oh, wow, I have lost my Oh, no. Hang on, one second. The quiz all about... Money. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
4: Money.
3: Money. <laughs> I've uh, got I've got the tie, the victory there. You would have tied if you hadn't butted in with the first question. Oh, there yeah, so go. the lesson here is that you need to work on your manners. Hoisted <laughs> by my <own> You, you sir, need to go to a finishing school. I'm a rude brood. I mean. you are. <laughs> hey, you leave rude brood alone.
1: And that is the podcast I was just contemplating winning the little outro theme that he does, but there is no chance I could hit that 55-second mark like he does every single goddamn time, so I'm not even going to try. So I'll just say thank you very much for listening. If you want, you can follow us over on Twitter. You can follow the winner of today's quiz. I can't remember who won. Murray. Hey! <laughs> follow me on Twitter at Mel. And you can follow Michael <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's Michael. i <laughs> Mel.
1: I walk for miles inside this pit of Mel. Apparently, Mel is money. Eh? she, that that she right is right the animal.
3: Hey, Mel. you can't spell Carmela
1: without Mel. All right. <laughs> <laughs> And if you <laughs> want, after all of this, you can follow me at Fill <laughs> My Chambers. Why, you would? I've no idea. You can follow us all at WhatCulture <laughs> WWE. Make sure you leave us a five-star review on iTunes and do the review thing on Spotify thing as well. Uh, make sure you subscribe to the podcast too and listen to them all because there's loads of bloody good podcasts mm-hmm. out there. Uh, well, our, loads of our bloody good podcasts, not yeah. other podcasts. No, Stay no, away exactly from other podcasts. podcasts. We've listen already, to we've already This the podcast, yeah. the feed that you're already on, yeah. keep listening to It's basically what I'm getting at.
2: More cool podcasts are coming soon. Ooh. There's a teaser. awesome cool Easy. podcast stuff coming soon yeah it's so, all we, all there's a raw review
3: that's yeah coming. that's it that's
2: raw, raw, raw review smackdown review you're not going to believe it there's like Wednesdays in yeah. NXT we and even things. do NXT <laughs>
1: we're going to like start watching wrestling and then talking about it we are we are the last outlet that does NXT on the block I think
3: at this point so. and we're the most successful UK wrestling podcast
2: yeah oh, we are the ones on that mental
1: note, that's correlated thank you very much for joining us have yourselves a bloody good day
0: wrestling mm.